and welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a Barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I am your host, Nick Kachanov, and this week is yet again another special week on The Good Vanilla because we have a guest. She is a podcaster, a lover of animals, Chantus, a Canadian, and one of my oldest and best squirrel friends. Folks, please welcome to the podcast, the belle of the ball herself, Amanda Kaczynski. Aw, I forgot that you had written that. Yeah, I I take, much like uh, Ina Garden, I take care of my guests. I gotta build you up. Welcome to the podcast, Amanda. Welcome to the good vanilla. The geed vanilla. The geed vanilla. Take two because I was so nervous all day yesterday about guesting on this thing. <laughs> Just you know, uh, full full diary all day, and uh, then I, we get on, and for the first time in probably years, I had yeah. audio problems, and that never happens. But it's almost like God wanted me to do a take two. What do you think? Yeah, take two. I mean, Amanda, I, I said it in my little intro here, but Amanda and I, we are both the reasons, each other's reasons, I guess, why we mm-hmm. started podcasting. We both started, I think around, it was like six years ago. I feel like we started mm-hmm. in 2016 with a RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast, and we didn't know what we were doing. And no, like, I know people say that, but we truly had no idea what we were doing. Yeah, because it was kind of before podcasts were... I mean, we were listening to Lady Watch at that point. But yes. It, but, and Serial, maybe. But that was yeah. about it. Yeah. And I I mean, over time, I mean, where I'm going with all this is that we have, we've seen it all. We've messed up yeah. every single thing there is to mess up. So, and I think it only happened once with Colin and I on the Best Supporting Podcast. Or yeah. maybe it was something else. Like, we're, we're I mean, I hate, I hesitate saying we're pros, but we've done it enough that we know the drill. Right. But like but every once so in a while. But it is so devastating when you lose, when you lose a track. An episode it, or a track or some sort of like malfunction. And yesterday we recorded and who know who, I still don't know what happened, but Amanda's track I don't know was. Either. I restarted my computer. It's better now. So that's fine. But like there I was at go. no frills checking out and my card had just been declined. <laughs> Because no. I used the broker. So I was already, and that's right when you sent me this audio message being like, I just listened to the track. It's not that great. It's unusable. <laughs> yes. This is not good vanilla material. It's not good, it's not good vanilla. Uh, that's true. But, but I'm I'm glad we get a take two. Um, we're gonna we're just gonna keep on we're gonna keep on keep rolling along here. Yeah, I think I think God just the gods of podcasting really just wanted me to say the word diarrhea within my first uh, <laughs> there we paragraph go. of talking. So here I am. Very on brands. And we're here We're here to talk about a specific episode. I wanted yeah. to have... I already did Pooch Party many moons ago, <laughs> but I wanted... Uh, your request was, if possible, to do an episode with a dog. And uh, I said before a couple minutes ago that our first podcast was the Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour. So this episode is called Cookies and Cocktails, and it actually has a dog. Rob Marshall's dog, uh, to yeah. be specific. Gilly. It's a really basic dog, I gotta say. Yeah, I, I, I mean, she's, she's cute, but I, um, I, I think I asked you this yesterday when we recorded too, but what kind of dog do you think it is? It's like a, some sort I of think poodle mix. Be, I think there's poodle, schnauzer, terrier. There, and, and no poodle in there. Oh, you said poodle. Said <laughs> that was the first dog you said. <laughs> I said poodle. Um, yeah, it's almost like, I, I think it has like some Toto in it. Yeah, I, I could see that. I can see that. And I think 
Gilly is like up there in her years, I, I would say. Like, I feel like she's just very docile the whole episode, too. And it's great because she doesn't really. I mean, she takes a bite of that. Yeah, but, she, but at the well, end of the day. They're shoving it under her mouth, though. Yes, they are. And she's on the couch by the end of the episode, too. She's just like chilling. She's like, are we That would be done me. Here? That's me at every party. <laughs> yeah, I find the dog or the cat and just befriend them because. Now, we talked about this yesterday, and now we can. See, here's the thing. We get to tighten this shit up now. Well, I know. I'm, I'm allowed to swear. You are, right? of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'm going to. say whatever you I, want. This is my fourth podcast of the day today. Yeah, we've been on a podcast. Well, not me specifically, but we just recorded. A Seinfeld episode for one of your It was podcasts. good. I, I had a great time. The Geek Seinfeld. Um, yeah. But we were we were just, uh, we looked up yesterday if we think that the name Gilly was named after Gil- Gilly Gilly yes. from SNL, and I think we looked it up. And years wise, it looks like yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think now if that was in because we're keeping the second half of this podcast because that one the sound was good. I wonder if we mentioned it in the second half or well, everyone can probably just get either way it. you'll just hear it twice. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're really gonna know your Gilly trivia you're after this. You're yeah. fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Amanda, we know that you're not a barefoot contessa fanatic like the rest of us but you do know her and i think over time we talked about yesterday too there's an there's an appreciation there i would say would you agree um now yes because yeah. first of all i don't like the name the title barefoot contessa i don't like bare feet that's true yeah let's keep it clean I, I i think it was i mean it was the title of the specialty food store and she just went with it i guess and i they really tried to push like the earlier episodes they really wanted her to be this like sort of like slinky, sexy, uh, like cooking show host, and it just they didn't did. work out. Yeah, I, you should watch one so of the earlier episodes. It's crazy. Uh, okay. I think the one I did with Robbie Roselle was a very slinky That's one. Good- she's she's in a bathtub, and they uh, it's 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 something. Yeah, it really is wild, and her it's hair like is like Mariah very Carey styled. And Cribs. Have you seen yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember your your pilot episode of Good Vanilla. Yeah. You and I always think about this because you said the quote so perfectly, and I want you to say it now if I can put you on the spot. Oh my goodness. But the uh, where Liz is uh, in Thirty Rock, Liz is talking to Jack about like uh, about the barefoot contestant. He goes, "It's her name is the she's the barefoot contessa, and you're nothing like her." Starting with the barefoot. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna try to remember. She's like, I want to be like that, that chef on the Food Network that just hangs out with her gay friends all week. And I think there's one other thing she says, and then in Jack the says, "In the Hamptons," and um, Jack says, "You will never be the barefoot." Con- or she, that, her name is the barefoot contessa, and you will never be the barefoot contessa. Starting with the barefoot part, and he like I mean, gets that, down that's and a like hilarious. Line. It's great. I I mean, I I remember that so vividly because I love Thirty Rock. And yeah. I love the Barefoot Contessa. So when those two worlds collided, I lost my mind. And she does actually make a guest appearance on like a later season where she it's where she goes on vacation in the Hamptons. And then Tracy also like rents the house next door. So like he's always just there. And then Ina She's comes wearing up with socks a, on vacation. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, socks and sandals. And then she comes up with like Ina comes up with a tray and she's like, hi, I'm the Barefoot Contessa. Do you want to cover <gasps> come over to my Ooh. house for some? I don't think she says rosé, but like some sort of white wine and appetizers. Yeah, something like that. And uh, it's great. So 30 Rock has quite the like Rolodex of guest stars. And Oprah. Ina Garden is one they of them. Oprah. They did get Oprah, yeah. Um, but this is all to say, too, and, and, and really your entry points 
and we talked about it yesterday, so I'm kind of answering this for you, is is um, uh, for really kind <laughs> of your firsts. I wouldn't say your first, but I used to watch this all the time when we were roommates in New York. Yeah, it was we, always we, we on. We were roommates in New York. By the way, also, did, did you not do an episode with Alec Baldwin on it? But was it before he... Oh yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Alec Baldwin that on the Barefoot Contessa. Yes, it was a. Yeah. I think that I can't remember what that episode's called, but Mariska Hargitay is also on that episode. That's and right. Alec Baldwin's really funny in it. He's he's he is very because I watched it. I, I always watch yes. the episodes after I listen to your your episodes. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, but anyway. so we lived together in New York, and we had very different schedules because you had this crazy job working at like. Jimbury, what was it, Kidville? It was called Kidville, yeah. And it was I had to like wake up Hoboken at the crack of dawn. Yes. Yeah, crack of dawn. But then I remember specifically when you, after you took like the path train, I want to say. Yes. You had to walk like Love the path. minutes or something. Oh my God, I know. I don't know, like to think like, back on that. what a horrible commute. That's I could never do it. It was an hour and a half. It was an hour and a half of like taking the Q or the N to 42nd or 34th or whatever. I got the path. Yeah. I lo- the path is nice though. I mean, it I was like while I went. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's clean big. and it's like, um, and then yeah, I would get off and walk like fifteen to twenty minutes to the location and, like oh, like God, clockwork, I would always not. I would never have, excuse me, an umbrella when I needed it. Never, and Who it does? was terrible. Yeah, you're I know. Responsible enough to have. You're either a person that's responsible enough to carry an umbrella like Jody, or you're yeah. like an Amanda. Yeah, and uh, odds are you're probably a Nick and Amanda because I, I just never have it. But I do check the weather a lot these days because I just mm. – I find as I, as I get older, I don't want to be wet. I hate being wet. I don't I think like anyone loves wet. it. I don't like being hot. Ooh, hot and wet. I just remember – I remember <laughs> shopping when we lived together at Key Foods and um, yeah. I would I would, I would get home from work and I like needed a couple things. And I would go right and next I to could, Mike's Diner. Yes. Oh my God. Dykes Minor. I, oh my God, I miss that place. I could hear the rain on the top of Key Foods, like on the ceiling. Yeah, and and I was like, like fuck. fuck. And because our apartment Cause it was, it was, was a good a, walk. It was about a 12 minute walk. Like it was yeah. not, it was not a bad walk, but it was annoying enough that like you're going to get rained on. And the snow was bad. Yeah, it was bad. It's like you never think it's that bad until it, yeah. You're like, I can deal with it. It's okay. I think that's probably, if I ever, I won't move back to New York City, but I think that's probably the bucket, the number one bucket list thing is it has to be close to the subway. And I mean, maybe even higher than that, maybe is like if there's laundry in the apartment that like actually in your unit, not like you have to go to the basements. That would be cool. I mean, it's, it's, it changes your life completely. Yes, Absolutely. Like, I mean, I have I have a washer and dryer in my basement, and it's I mean just and the, also I have a dishwasher now. I haven't had a dishwasher in. Two oh years, yeah, game and changer. I just started finally using it because I felt guilty using it. Mm-hmm. Like right when I moved here, I'm like I feel like I, should, I don't deserve this. Clean, yeah, I cleaned your dishes a lot better. I gotta say. I will say that too. Um, my I never grew up with a dishwasher ever. Um, so and I like washing dishes. I feel like you do too. Me too. Yeah, I do love washing dishes. I mean, I I don't love it when I'm not in the mood for it, but like nine times out of ten, I it, it's like part of my evening wind down. It always like comes at the right time where I just I listen to a podcast and just kind yeah. of like zone out. It's nice. And uh, my mom, I guess my mom always was like very strict about the dishes. Like you could not leave dishes in the sink before you went to bed. It was no, rude. you can't. Yeah. You can't. So I, and, and that's and kind Paul of carried with me. We were talking about that on BSA Pod like a, a few weeks ago, where it's like you know even if it is just one dish, it's like it just does make a difference to just do it before you go to bed. Just There's nothing. It. Yeah, it's like 
it might suck as you're doing it, but to wake up the next morning and have an empty sink, ugh. Nothing like it. Yeah. This is so lame. One dish, I just feel like such a piece of shit. Um, I know, yeah. I'm just like, all this to say, me and Nick had very different schedules. So whenever he would have a day off, like you would just be blasted out on the couch, just like from like AM until the PM. And it would just no matter what, I'd walk in and go, What do you want? Verification test. It's like da 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 ding da ding 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 da 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 ding. Is this on again? It's like a Yeah, I would I would save them on the D V R. Yes, our DVR yes. was completely full of Ina. It yes, worst. it was awesome. It was the and best of times. And you were so excited about it, like always. You're like, oh god, what's she gonna make? Oh god, I know it's happening. It's 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 relaxing. But I think, and we talked about this yesterday when we recorded the first time too. Like the campiness of Ina, I think, was your yeah. entry point. That was the thing. Is like when I started it was your podcast, really, especially when I was hearing all these other fabulous gay men who would guest on your podcast and I was like oh I can see why this is she is kind of a a gay icon like she's a gay icon the reverence at which all of your guests talk about her uh, yeah and it is just the campiness and the earnestness of her yes because it's not it's like she I think there is like a she didn't want to do it like she didn't want to do the like we talk about this almost every time like with a guest is just like the history of like the show and how they offered it to her and she's like no way Jose and because she is awkward but like it works so well like I I really don't think it could work with other people like because I think that Julia Child was kind of the originator yes people often compare her to that yeah because it is those moments where she does say something with like I don't even know, like the wrong inflection or just like this, these own sort, these catchphrases that she has, uh, what's the, like unintentionally like made for herself, like the good vanilla. Like she just, she, you can't plan that kind of stuff. It's like, no one tells her to do this, but yet it's so funny when she says something and the interactions that she has with her friends around East Hampton, it really is almost like, a scripted television show, but not. It's like meets a cooking yeah, show. It's weird. It's fascinating. I love it. To me. Yeah. And I remember you told me one time that Giada Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Uh, yeah. That that doesn't her show take like twenty four hours to edit or something? Or yeah. Something her. Like I that? I think um because I think I know her. I'm probably gonna mess this up, but I feel like her dad or someone in her family owned the production company that like produced her show or something like that. But but it is like really meticulous and you could tell like it's beautifully shot like I love there's a like a mini series of like Giada in Italy and she's in the Amalfi Coast which is where Keon and I went like four or five years ago I can't remember but it, it really well that was in Paris yeah <laughs> I'm like I'm super <laughs> responsible that was the Paris Amsterdam trip uh, but this was the yeah. okay. this was the Italy trip um, but uh-huh. it's I I do like the food she makes and I know a lot of people get on her for pronouncing this stuff incorrectly it yeah. does get a little crazy um Tortellini. but I, I know it's honestly though you hit the nail on the head when she says spaghetti she goes spaghetti but it's like spaghetti eh eh at least i thought i thought that was like what is that an open e or closed e can't remember diction um but i you're spaghetti. yeah it's like you're making spaghetti and it, it's fine you could just say spaghetti um but speaking of, this is like a perfect little segue to, not really, I was going to say in addition to Giada, but like besides Giada, is there, do you, do you have any other Food Network personalities that you really like over the years yeah, that so you were into? we definitely talked about this too, but um, my, the only time I watch Food Network, and I, I don't now because I don't have cable, because uh, I just have so many streaming 
Thanks. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I can't remember the last uh, time I had cable. The time to watch Food Network is just Thanksgiving and Christmas because uh, yes, that's right. There's nothing better, and like you and me both are obsessed with Christmas. We're both totally We are Christmas, Christmas queens. Yes. Yeah. Like you said, didn't you put on you almost wanted to put on Christmas songs the other day. Yes. I can't wait at work to do that and everyone's gonna be so mad at me. I know it. I know. My mom used to play it my mom, like she got me into Christmas. Like she she does play still to this day, she plays Christmas music as she passes out Halloween candy. Like in the background. It's awesome. Aww. And I just like but we were talking yesterday too about this too. Like I really love like Christmas classics. Like Yeah. The Bing Crosby, Bing Crosby, the Nat King Cole, yeah, the Andy Williams, like, it just really, it's like a warm hug, and I, I love Christmas, I love decorating for Christmas, ugh, it's just the best. We have two Christmas trees in the house, I wish we had three. Actually, we have like a mini one, I'll count that as three, two and a half. My mom bought me a little black Christmas tree this past year because I had broken my ankle, and I was like, I don't want to put up a yeah yeah for sure so i had a little bougie black like was it still like okay it wasn't like a oh, ceramic one you know those like ceramic no it was trees. like shiny it was like a shiny black like expensive that's kind of looking fun tree that she got at a garage sale of course, of course. everything we own is from garage sale she's a thrifty uh, queen yeah she is uh yeah no but i love i love watching cooking shows during uh, there's nothing better than watching it's just so comforting yes. and just imagining what that tastes like and just Thanksgiving food, just food, really. Yeah, Thanksgiving is awesome. I I said it yesterday, but I I, I would love to have you back for a Christmas episode of Ina, or like oh, a holiday episode thrilled. of any. I'd be thrilled too. There's I I didn't talk about this yesterday, but um, there's like the the infamous um episode of it's not an episode. It's like they did this like live. I already Christmas, I already know what you're yes, gonna say for some reason. Where Giada got too drunk and cut her hand. Is that oh, not wait, what you is were... it like where they're all at different tables, but it's all the different Food Network stars, and they're all yeah. It's Ina, together. it's it's Ina, it's Giada, Bobby and it's Alt- Alton Brown is oh, there Alton too. Brown. Yeah, and Alton totally Brown got pretty drunk too. Yes, and um, but Giada, it, they don't show it on camera, but during a commercial break, Giada cuts her hand or her finger because she was wasted. And Ina is Ina is a class act. I gotta hand it to her. She she gets through it, but like you could tell. You could tell she's like, get me out of here. But she does her right. nervous laugh and she made it through. But it is, I'm sure everyone knows what we're talking about. If you're, if you're, you know, any Food Network fan worth, uh, worth their salt <laughs> knows that. Do you like watching those, like, those, like, shows where it's, like, Halloween wars and stuff like that? I do. I, I, I mean, yes and no. It stresses it's me out. It's a background show to have. Yeah, it is a good background show. I don't like the things where they have to like, you know, and it has to be six feet or higher and then they like have to take it to the table. I think that's dumb that they have to carry it to the table. Yeah, like, I'm just, like, just judge it as it is. Let them make it right there. I know, that makes me so crazy. But I, I, I see what you're saying. I think there's like offsets of those that are really like kind of great British baking, like bake-off sort of temperaments where it's like, not that everyone wins or whatever, but like, it's only like four or five people and like it's just like a little bit more intimate. I feel like there's one with she's like the new um oh my gosh, what is her name? Uh she's like the uh who are we just talking about? She likes butter. White haired ladies. Paula Dean. She's like the new Paula Dean and she does like a uh, like she's a judge on one of them. It's really cute. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with all that. But yeah, the, the holidays and like the food network during the holidays is definitely special. 
Right. And I think, let's discuss this again. Uh, Guy Fieri is yes. considered to be just this annoying freaking guy, but he really is. And like, we both have seen this stand up routine where mm-hmm. this uh, comic, I forget who it is, but brings up like, why does everyone hate Guy Fieri? He's like going around to all these local establishments and putting them on the TV show, and he's talking nothing but good stuff about them. Red in yeah. the face as hell. Like, he's relatable. I mean, he his is. look is a little silly, but like, because you're like 35 years old, like dressing like you're 18. Yeah, it's like that surfer dude sort of handlebar. Yeah. It, yeah, he looks like a douche, but like he, I can't remember everything he says, but like he, he, he's like an LGBTQ like ally. Like it's everything you think he is. Like if you're judging him for like he's he's kind of not, which I love. And I welcome to Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of something that was that's literally always on the Food Network, but, but that's another great I will sit down and watch show. it. Yes, that is a perfect like. I just like remember like growing up like in, like when I was in high school, my dad would watch it. We'd be sitting on the couch and we'd be like, "Oh, that looks really good." And then like, you know, yeah. it, it was it's just like, gosh. I mean, I would love to have that job and just take one bite of everything. It's good. Yeah, and it's he always stuff. he's always when he takes a bite, his face is always just almost eggplant purple. <laughs> I know. He's, like, so I'm worried for there. his cholesterol, yeah, yeah or just like everything else that he has to eat. But yeah, I think I he had a show. I think it was called Guys Big Bites. Because he has a uh, lot of shows that he, he does. does. Yeah. He does like that groceries store one, which I don't really watch. But honestly, a, one of my favorite shows, and like I, I don't think it's on anymore. But like he was just, it was a little bit more intimate, and he just like still made a lot of the same stuff the that you would picture house. him. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, at least I, it looked like that. his house. Yeah, it was good. I like that one a lot. Um, and Pioneer Woman is great. Do, have you ever watched Nigella? Nigella Lawson. Um, yeah, we watched it together before, and I remember you getting way too excited about, like, I think she's going to make the midnight snack. I think that's going to be Oh, she always snack. does. She loves a midnight snack. Um, yeah, I, I she's fine. Uh, she has big old, <laughs> tig old bitties. Yeah, she's, <laughs> like she's very curvy, and yeah. I mean, she's, I like, love, she's beautiful, too. Yeah, she's, like, what I think they wanted Ina to be, which is nuts, because they're just oh, not the same woman. It's yeah, yeah it's very much that like vibe like slinky but like uh, Nigella just pulls it off better and but I I love Nigella um and I she was on the cooking channel though not the food network I remember or at least that's how it started I also hate Bobby Flay because I think he's a terrible person. I think Beat Bobby Flay is the worst show on TV. It's like the meanest thing you can do to like, <laughs> a local person who's been making like fried yes. chicken for the for the past thirty or like yes. it's like a two hundred year old passed down recipe. from generation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he comes in with these two bi- and his two like chef helpers are both so unlikable. Yes. And they're they're just like, well, let's throw this together, and then he and wins. he always wins. Like, Great. Yeah, it's great. It's like I don't think I've ever seen an episode where someone has indeed beaten Bobby Flay. But yeah. I, I, uh, I do like speaking of Giada again. There was like it's on Discovery Plus. It's like Bobby and Giada in Italy, and it's beautiful. Like everything Bobby wears, I just want. He looks so fucking chic and cool. And but I feel like I mean Jody. She, if you're listening, I'm sure you you've sent us the what are those called the blind items? Like, did they have a fling? I feel like they totally oh, I can like see that. I can see that. it. Just they they're too comfy with each other. I mean, they they have great chemistry. I will say, um, it's a great series. They go and make gelato. It's very beautiful and like very well done. A high recommend, but not if you don't like them. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, that's I mean that. But that's pretty much my history. I guess I do watch more than I thought I did. Oh, sure, yeah. But. 
Um, well, I mean, but you, I mean, you were you were the person that got me into. Like, who, I'm so proud. Do people really sit and watch the Food Network like this? And yeah, yeah. they do. And now, I mean, Discovery Plus is a gift. I feel like it's right. one of your favorite platforms too, because it has a lot of the shows that you cover. Lives and yes, Beyonce. yes. I feel like it's one of the hottest platforms that people like don't know about. I Just mean, people for know trashy about trashy reality TV. Like, there, I don't think there's any scripted series on there, are there? I don't know. I mean, I, I've never looked for it. I, I just go straight to Ina. Um, it's wonderful. And speaking of Ina, should we get into this episode? Yeah, Amanda? let's do it. So this is Back to Basics, Season 11, Episode 1. And as I said before, it's called Cookies and Cocktails. So Ina begins. She says, I'm Ina Garten, and I'm cooking with friends. There are cocktails and cookies on the menu. I'm showing my friends Rob Marshall and John DeLuca how to make adorable whole wheat and peanut butter biscuits for their dog Gilly. Then, jalapeno cheddar crackers that we're going to eat with blood orange Cosmos that Rob is going to shake up. To get things off to a flying start, I'm making us breakfast ricotta with wild berries and maple syrup. There's going to be a whole lot of baking... Wait, there's going to be a whole lot of baking and cocktail shaking going on with two movie moguls, their dog, and me. And that's all. What do you think of this menu, Amanda? We got well, the. When she, I mean, when she says that she's making ricotta, she making ricotta. She does. Like, okay. It's like she out ined herself a little bit with the yeah, ricotta. This is yeah. Insane. She's like, what? There's nothing easier than this. It's easier than that. Yeah, I mean, well, she. Everything, d- Ina. <laughs> like literally everything on the planet is easier than this. This seems I know. like it would be a huge disaster. It's like poaching an egg which seems like i always watch people poaching eggs and i'm like never done it before really easy never works that well yeah i don't don't think i've ever mastered it i do love it i feel like there are shortcuts you could do but no i it's not as i would just go to like a really good italian water yeah and like some the vinegar or something i don't know it just it just never worked for me but um i would just go to like a really good italian shop and buy ricotta no thanks yeah um just buy like the Polio, whatever. Yeah, like. whatever you got in your grocery store it's is store bought is just fine. Um, so Ina has this little voiceover because we see footage of Rob Marshall and his. Um, I'm assuming his husband. They say partner, but like it's his husband, John DeLuca. They're walking she on the beach. Seems a little much. The the husband, John DeLuca. Like that's not, so interesting. Yeah, I feel like he's not that fun at a party. You know, he gives me um, Dennis O'Hare vibes. You know, Dennis O'Hare. Oh. Do I know Dennis O'Hare? I don't know. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you do. Okay. Mm, he was an assassin's Nick. Oh, he was. That's right. I feel like a lot of people know him from American Horror Story, which is crazy. He's also just like yeah. an actor that's been in everything. But right. um, so Ina says, my friends Rob Marshall and John DeLuca are so busy. They're working on the movie Into the Woods, which is going to be amazing. And... We we talked about it yesterday, but I I know that you I mean you are into the woods is like your version of the good vanilla <laughs> or like a barefoot yeah, contestant. It's like garden, you know yeah. you know everything I know about it. Out. Yeah. yeah, I used and to act it out in in front of the TV. But I used to also play. Um, I would play Cinderella, but then I would change costumes. I'm not good. Into Whoa. Little Red Riding Hood, so like I would make sure that I was like playing both roles. So I then, love like, that when I was off st- when like. Cinderella's off stage. I would like sit off stage. <laughs> this is amazing. Music. I this is love while this. everyone else around me was having sex in high school. I was doing this. <laughs> 
I had a lure riding hood costume. I love that though. I wish there were pictures or videos. Do you want to know something? During Giants in the Sky, I uh-huh. I, ins- I I made up a version where he was singing it to Little Red, and I would sing the whole song with him in harmony. Whoa, that's impressive because yeah. that song jumps all over the place. It is hard. Yeah, it's hard yeah. Hard. Uh, yeah. No, it was. I was pretty cool. But I love Into the Woods, and I saw it in theaters by myself on a matinee on like a Tuesday. I love a good matinee. I love a matinee. It's too, cheaper. And I it's a lower price. Called the whole time. Uh, this is before I decided how much I hated James Corden. Before I realized yeah. how awful James Corden is. But I loved him. I loved Meryl. I loved everyone. I loved. The whole I think Meryl was great. Yeah, she was good. She's so underrated because she's so good. She's the good. Yeah, man. she is the good Meryl. I mean, really, it's like she she really can do everything. And I remember, I remember, I was so excited that when it was announced too. And I think my biggest, I I think James Corden has a good voice, I guess. And like Emily Blunt gets the job done too. Like I know she's a great actress, but there's a lot of auto tuning for both of them. Yeah, I, I just remember Your Fault being very slow. I like my Your Fault to like be. I like it's yeah. like fast pace. It, it has to be fast. It has to move. Because otherwise it's not impressive. Yeah. And, and maybe they really wanted the words to be, I don't know what their reasoning was, but there's nothing worse than like. They got to slow it down for the. Uh, for the yeah. For, for these movie actors. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I, but um, another, this is um, not John and or Rob's first uh, foray into uh, the Barefoot right. Contessa. They've been on uh, a previous episode where they were editing the trailer for nine, nine. Um, did you see nine? We didn't talk about it yesterday when we were. No, recorded. but I know that you've always. I, I I know that you've always said that when the the trailer for nine is it's so a good great and the trailer. Bad. Yeah, I've but talked about it when I did that great. episode too. It's like the trailer is so good, and Fergie is like one of the best parts yeah. in that movie. And it's funny because it's like you have like Nicole Kidman, Penelope Cruz. Um, Judy Dench. Kidman is getting into like Anne Hathaway levels of go away for a bit, please. Kind of. And yeah, I see what you're saying. Colin's not really the biggest Nicole Kidman fan. I think he likes her, but like. Right, because her accent is not good. I'm like, you lived in the U.S. longer than anyone. I know. I know. I, I, I think she's just being cast in stuff that isn't like. I, I see what you're saying. It's like, we need a little bit of a break. But she is is great. Like, okay, it's enough. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of making stuff, um, that's that was a terrible segue. I'm like speaking oh, of. Also, uh, but also, they did Chicago, yeah. and I. Oh yes, I, Chicago. I wanted to make sure that I repeated this from what I said yesterday. Anyone wants an amazing episode of podcasting? Go <laughs> check out the No Good, Very Bad Gay podcast, which is Nick's one of Nick's um, former podcasts. Yeah, podcast. it's, yeah, yeah. And he did it with his boyfriend Keon. And they just recapped Chicago, and it is so funny because you it can tell it's kind of late at night, and like just the comfort. Oh level. yeah, like you're, you know, like when you have a guest on that you we were bickering a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a bit, which is like the funniest part of I think <laughs> podcasting is that like when the hosts start to bicker with each of other. Of course, so you yes. Weren't, you weren't sucking up to him, or like you know being super like accommodating. Yeah, I know. Yeah, accommodating. You were. Just it's like been a while since I've listened to that episode. A little more. No, now you're you're leaning into. Yeah, it. I'm like you're. You're talking quieter and you're moving away from the mic. I need you to lean in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he was so doing funny. that. It's a great episode. Of yeah, we had a good time. Episodes. And yeah. I, it might be just on the Patreon for the No Good, Very Bad Gay, but I'm going to try to dig that up. I'm going to try to make that happen. You should. It's great. Uh, uh, yeah, Chicago, greatest, one of the greatest movie musicals we said of the past 20 years. Yeah, in the past 20 years, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's great. 
All right, so breakfast ricotta, homemade ricotta here. She starts out with some butter and almonds in a saute pan, and she finishes it off with a little fleur de sel and a quarter cup of syrup, just maple syrup, which sounds great. Um, and then she makes the ricotta, and the ironic thing is that it's not hard to do. It's just whole yeah, milk. The cheesecloth, it seems easy, but like, yeah. who's going to do this? It's all about the tools, really. If you have the tools, if you have the cheesecloth... You just have to have whole milk, heavy cream, Where's some the cheesecloth? <laughs> Where? <laughs> I mean, that Go is to a the deep, woods. It's a deep yes, cut. yes. <laughs> Where's the cheesecloth? Ah, uh, it's good stuff. Um, so, uh, and then then you just add like white wine vinegar into it until it curdles. You put it into a cheesecloth, and that's it. Oh, she does add um some good vanilla and some uh, two tablespoons of honey as well. So that I love ricotta. I mean, I'm I'm always oh, up for it. I love cheese. Yeah, cheese. I just did a cheese episode last week. Actually, it was, it was heaven. The better. You don't Ugh, like but you like blue cheese. I love blue cheese. <sighs> when did you first start liking it? Was it, were you an adult? Yeah, I was probably an adult. Like, because I feel like no kid loves blue cheese. No, what cool? What kids like some blue cheese? Do you like a blue cheese dressing as well, too? Yeah. Oh God, on a wedge salad. Do you like a wedge? No, no. I, I, I don't mind wedge. Jody is has major opinions on wedges. Oh, is, that, is she like, like not a wedge? Ma- you're going to make me do all the work here? <laughs> That's true. It's a good bit. Yeah. She's, she should be a comedian, that one. Yeah. Um, so while she while the uh, ricotta is straining or whatever, she cuts up some brioche uh, while she to- and she toasts that up and um, sets the plates. Each plate gets like a hefty dollop of ricotta and like the almond and maple syrup sauce on top. And she says, mm, now who wouldn't want this for breakfast? Is it weird, though, that there's no, like, carb in here? We got the bread coming. It just was being toasted at oh, the, the time. Oh, the bread. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. Okay. I would dip the bread, like, into the cheese. That would be good. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what we, what she's mm-hmm. intending. And she put some fresh berries around the outside of it as well. It looks great. It looks very, like, chic. Um, I, I don't like I don't like sweets in the morning. I certainly don't like berries in the morning because that's interesting. Going straight through me. I know, I know. In sugar and in the morning. Out. Yeah. yeah. And because like breakfast in America is just like dessert. It's like does like when you go to out like and as like as a Canadian like yeah, are, like I'm obviously you guys have like pancakes and stuff too. But like, is it as popular like French toast pancakes? Like no, crepes? it is. I I I just would I would never get. Uh, I do love yeah I do love it though like I like eggs I like bake I like salt I love a good salty situation I love toast but like Benedict would be my eggs Benny is is top notch yeah but I do like a little like short stack you know that I'll split with Keon or something like that I just have to with my coffee at the end but after the meal no you're still not into it I also don't drink coffee though that's right but you used to you I remember you drank a lot of coffee not all no, the time. Didn't. You got into it for a while. I remember uh, very. I think no. You're someone else. No, I, 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 re- <laughs> I remember very specifically because you would like pound it, but it was a very short window of time. Are you sure I wasn't just like like drinking alcohol? No, your, your maybe you were. Mem- who knows? Mem- remember the fun thing that I did with my glasses all the time. Oh my God, Amanda would do this thing where she would set like a wine glass, not even like a cup or anything. She would put it at the edge of the couch and she'd be like, Nick, look at this. And I would, I would just be so nervous that it was going to fall and she would push it it, like closer to the edge. It never did. I don't know how you like defied all logic (laughs) and gravity. I don't know how you did. Ugh. Um, 
Back to this breakfast. Uh, so she says, I lost my place in my notes. Oh, Rob and John used to be Broadway producers. Uh, this is way, or this is way, this is um, when they talked about Chicago. And Ina says, the fir- their first movie was called, a movie called Chicago. You might have heard of it. And then she like looks at the camera like, doing. Um, and then she says, it won best picture right out of the box, which is a phrase I've never heard before, but I'm assuming. Right out of the gate, I think. She yeah, said. right out of the gate. So she gets them mi- mixed up every once in a while. Because yeah. she says, um, she says "tadum" as opposed to "tada." ta-da. She says "tadum." Oh, Have you ever heard of "tadum"? Is that something? No, that's not a, no, it's not a thing. I was like, is it something that I've just like maybe like never... "tadum"? I think she's she's combining them together. She yeah. does that like turns of phrases. She just she's like a kind mom. of come a... I know she's not a mom, mom though. She's Jeffrey's mom. She takes care of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Rob and John pull up just as Ina is finishing uh, plating the breakfast. And Gilly looks nonplussed, to use a word from Amanda. Uh, it's And then John has this huge basket of, like, cocktail accoutrement, and they eat they eat standing up in the kitchen. I wish they would have, like, sat down. Um, so next up is this whole wheat peanut butter dog biscuits. And she's, I, I do love that this is, like, a deep cut for Barefoot Contessa fans, but, like, any time... She's like with someone or she's decorating something and they're both doing the same thing. If someone's like showing her how to do something, she's like, mine's probably going to look like a dog's breakfast. And she finally says the line, we're finally making a dog's breakfast, which is just like a full circle Ah, moment for anyone, really. But especially me. Um, I love that she said, when was the last time you ever saw dog biscuits go in the oven? (laughs) Yeah, she does say that. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's just like... You don't yeah, need to say that, but so you know. Lame. Yeah, it's yeah. Just so lame and fun, but it's like so charming. Yes, the charm. So these biscuits are whole wheat flour, all-purpose flour, powdered skim milk, some oats, and some wheat germ. And Ina says, which I, I mean, we all know Ina doesn't really love dogs or kids, uh, but she says um, they taste tested them on real dogs, and Ina said all of them beelined for her treats. Do you believe this, isn't Amanda? That a, is, isn't that a riot? It's a riot. Rob. It's a riot. Doesn't that sound like a riot? I feel like dogs would want regular treats, though. Like I no, just feel I like that. I mean, my experience—I work with dogs. They yeah. don't like homemade treats like this. They're just like they very rarely will go for them. They want like the McDonald's of dog treats. Like they want just like eat yes. like disgusting ass dog treats. It's it's very. We sell a lot of um, specialty treats at the place I work. And the dogs never like them. Like for our for the they have like birthday blowouts at my work. Oh fun! And we'll take pictures of the dog like biting into a big cookie that says "Happy Birthday." And most of the time, like the dog doesn't even want to like touch it. Yeah, that's. I, I there's like an ice cream place for dogs, and my friend Stacy took her pug down there. We all went, and it. Mm-hmm. I think dogs like ice cream, but you're right. It's like, it's like they almost don't know what to do with them, even though they know it's food. Yeah. There, there's probably something in them, like you said, like. You want McDonald's. You don't want the like. You don't want the homemade ricotta. You want yeah, the you McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. You don't yeah. want like a salad. So yes. the dog, but and this dog especially was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and I mean, we'll get to it later too. But uh, we're gonna put. Let's sprinkle some oats on top, just so that, just so, that just so knows. Gilly knows. Yeah. But that's. I mean, that is oats. something. It's like, first of all, Gilly doesn't, she's a dog, so she's not going to know or appreciate it the way no, that. Gilly's going to be like, oh, there's oats on there. 
I love this. Yeah, but it is, it's such an Ina thing because she, it's, if she makes like something with like fresh dill in it, she puts a little fresh dill on top just to, and which I think Maybe is actually. one of my a, favorite garnishes, by the way. I'm I Polish. love fresh dill. Love You're it. Polish too, right? I, I'm I'm Russian, Russian, but um I think my grandma like my grandfather is like where I get the last name Kachanov was Russian and then my grandma Kachanov is who married him, obviously, is Polish. So but yeah, I mean a great So you've been around a lot of sour cream and dill anyway. I mean, well we've had this conversation off mic sour and cream I conversation. that sour cream is such a delicacy. It like but it's not. You and Jody had this like uh <laughs> speaking of like a bickering blowout. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> We were, we were staring I at love each other that. into each other's eyes and screaming at each other. Well, it, Jody's argument was that she, like, having sour cream in the house was like a, a rarity when she was younger, and it's the same with me too. And I don't think it's because of the price point. Yeah, it's not expensive at all. Yeah, but um, but and your you argument with pierogies, you don't have pierogies without sour cream. That's insane. I I've had them. I've had them with sour cream, but in, in my house, like, we just wow. like. We would have like onions, like caramelized onions on top, which were always great. Right, but like, of course, but, but never sour cream. We'd only have sour cream for like taco nights or horseradish is a good addition. Too. Ugh, I don't really love horseradish. I don't, you don't love like it. spicy stuff. Huh? A little goes along. I mean, that's a different kind of spice. But you're right. I'm kind of a weenie in all spice yeah. levels. In I try all to... aspects of life. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's Red Hot I can't even do it no I can I could do Jesus. Frank's Red Hot like I could do Sriracha but like the tiniest bit of Sriracha 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 there's a uh, Sriracha shortage right now Amanda we couldn't really? find it anywhere and so I, I somewhere in my brain I was like I think there's a Sriracha shortage and I googled it and like the chili pepper that it's made from the, the crops I'm like making this up as I go but something happened because we went this to like three grocery stores the, like uh, Vietnamese food I feel I would yes like I would pho. imagine so and yes yeah so I I don't know more more to come on that because <laughs> no, we're getting to the spicy cookies here we are I know the jalapeno cookies but back to these um, so they they roll out the dough Ina gets a little. I feel Ina's a little peeved because John's dough looks. John dough. John's dough looks a little better than Ina's dough, and she's like, "Oh, yours looks really good." But she like said in a way like, "God damn it!" Um, and they start to clean up, but Rob says, "You know, the, the um, careful because Ida and Jeffrey have a system." And Ina was like for cleanup, and Ina's like, "Yeah, the system is Jeffrey sitting at the table while I clean up." Hmm. And but then she backtracks. And says, yeah. no, no, Jeffrey's really good about it. So maybe he is. But again, Ina is always the first to uh, take a stab or a jab at Jeffrey. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's the type of thing where it's like she she bitches and complains behind his back about, oh, he never helps out. But the second he tries to, she's like, just let me do it. He's yeah. Doing it right. I mean, yeah, that's that's the same. That's that's both of our M.O.s, I feel. It's like, I'd yeah. rather just do it. I'll, I'll do the dishes myself because you don't know how to. I don't have like a specific loading the dishwasher technique. I guess I do, actually. But I... I have to like do. I have to start it, and then I call Keon in, and at the end, and he just like jams things in there, and that's that's our routine. It's very exciting. He does stuff. jam stains. No, he. J- I said jams stuff in there. Jam stuff in there. Yes, gotcha. <laughs> jam stains. You're allowed to clean up jam and nothing else. Jam. Yes, jam stains <laughs> and nothing else. Um. So they um. So they get out their rolling pins, and this is great because Ina. 
Ina has her classic line of like, gentlemen, start your spoons. But in this case, she's like, she says, start your rolling pins. But she says it under her breath. It's almost as if like no one, she wanted to say it, but no one heard her. Is she referencing RuPaul? Kind of, but not really. Gentlemen, start your spoons. Uh, it kind of has a little bit of that flair. But who knows? Maybe uh, Ina's okay. a huge Drag Race fan. <laughs> I would love if Ina Garden was ever a judge on Drag Race. I would. I, they I would, would freak die. out. I would All die. Of the queens would. Yeah. Why has? Uh, yeah. You, you definitely would die. Someone needs to be Ina Garden for Snatch Game. And if you don't watch Drag Race, Snatch Game is basically their version of Match Game, where the the drag queens dress up as celebrities. And there's. There's like a plethora of celebrities that can choose from, and they still like they haven't done the classics. Someone needs to do Ina. Maybe it'll be next season. Who knows? Is that who you would do? You think? I don't think I w- like. Uh, I don't know. It would be that or like the Countess Luann, maybe from. Uh, I think you could pull a lot more. Yeah, from I've been working on my Luann. Luann yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, anyway, so uh, they roll out the cookie dough, and then they use these like little bone-shaped cookie cutters. It's cute, and then. Ina says they sprinkle a little bit of oats on top and Ina said so Gilly knows that there are oats in it <laughs> like Gilly doesn't care so next up is jalapeno cheddar crackers and uh and Ina says from dog cookies to human cookies and Rob Marshall says thank god um and Ina gives John the task of grating the cheese and she tells Rob that she needs the butter to be diced <laughs> and Rob Marshall's like diced he like did not understand which i guess is she's like let me let me just do it yeah she does it it for him i'll show you i guess if i (laughs) if i had never seen ina do this before i would have probably thought like dicing like an herb or something like into really really small bits i wouldn't like because it's a big dice they're still like cubes you know like where you do like the back of the yeah, yeah, I gotta get that rocking motion yeah yeah so ina starts the dry ingredients put in the food processor she you know she combines everything together she puts some dice now do you own a food processor we do this seems like a, a thing that I, I do not because it seems like something i would i would bring out once a year i could see that and then it just sits there. i'd say we use it most often for like hummus like we make a lot of like like that's you make your own hummus. not all the time like let let it be clear like we are a sabra household or you know we buy it from aldi yeah. but um every once in a while if, like if we have chickpeas um it's it's super easy to make again it's like the it's even easier than the ricotta it's just like a bunch of chickpeas wow. so, tahini is probably like the ingredient that most people don't have on hand and then um some garlic if you want it some lemon juice and salt and then it just it's pretty bougie, Nick. Yeah. Um, We're a bougie. What? Um, so you're going to you're going to Aldi or whatever. Yes. Uh, you're getting hummus. What? Ooh, what excellent you question. I do like. I mean, my, my number one is roasted red pepper. Got to go for it. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna say roasted garlic. Ugh. I mean, I like it, but like every time Keon gets it, I cannot be around him. It's just like it's too much garlic. I can't deal with it. <laughs> Anytime he eats garlic. Have you ever had the caramelized onion? Yes, and I do like that a Just lot. Good. Yes. I, that doesn't that come around slapped. too often at Aldi. But um, I'd say, like, roasted red pepper is my first. And then, honestly, I like a plain hummus. And then pine nut's pretty good, yeah, too. Yeah, me too. I will never get the olive tapenade. Even though I do like olives, I oh, don't need good, that. Oh, good, though. Yeah. Oh, I've been blasting my way through some olives the past two I just got a, um, a huge jar at Costco over the weekend. The Castelvetrano, the green ones that they put in like martinis. Oh, they're so good. 
I love it like a big thick olive. Me too. Just Are you like a black olive girl or green? I love black olives on pizza. Okay. But like if I'm going to get olives, like I'll get like garlic stuffed yes. olives, like queen olives. I want a queen olive. <laughs> Not a the prince. sodium level that's going into my body every yeah. day is. It's <laughs> like a gallon of water with every olive. Catastrophic. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, the food processor, I... um. They make baby ones. They make baby ones that are probably like the size of like a, maybe a little bit more than a cup. Like if you see one, you know, if Daphne sees one at a uh, a yard sale, Amanda, you know, like she might get you one. See if you use it. Uh, yeah, if I tell her, she'll do yeah, it. Yeah, she'll definitely sure. do it. Okay, okay. Good, so good idea. Ina takes the dog biscuits out of the oven. They bring Gilly in and Ina reassures the camera. She loves it. She loves it. <laughs> Even though Gilly's just like, she slowly takes a bite. They're literally shoving it into her yes. mouth. And she, it's like it's like when Cookie Monster eats cookies and the cookies just kind of go everywhere. This is Gilly eating these cookies. It reminds me of like an Aladdin when he gives the cookies to Iago, like the parrot. Do you know this? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and, yeah, and Iago does not want them. Yeah. Um, and Rob says that Gilly is a uh, a picky eater too so you know this is this is really something uh so next Ina takes out the jalapeno crackers uh I do love she uh, this is like a small detail but she reaches to pet Gilly at one point and Gilly turns her cheek the opposite way <laughs> she like just turns her head away yeah. from Ina Gilly's like I don't know you. yeah she's like you're not you don't know my life um so now it's time for yeah. blood orange cosmos this is two cups of uh, vodka, Grey Goose, of course. Uh, some, which I think is insane. I think it's so insane to use good vodka in a cocktail. So you'd rather, like, if you had it like neat or like a shot or something, you'd prefer. Yeah, like if you're having like a martini, I think that's when you have the Grey Goose. Oh, but, like, I if see. If you're just having like a huge mix of a pitcher, just throw some Georgie in there. Some Georgie. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> don't you be judging I, I don't judge I mean I've got pl- I've, I've drank plenty of like Burnett's in the past you remember Burnett's that's like mm-hmm. even worse I feel Wolf Schmidt yeah there's so much I mean I don't know I think I've uh, I can't remember the last time this is gonna sound super bougie but I can't remember the last time I bought like well liquor like bottom shelf liquor wow. I know you've heard it here folks the transformation is complete. I'm, well, you're I'm moving to East yeah. Hampton. I make my own hummus. Hummus, as Ina calls it. She calls it hummus, and it drives oh, Keon crazy. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, these cocktails. We have the lime juice, like four gallons of it. Um, Rob pours, like, it looks like Grand Marnier. She said, like, orange liqueur or something like that. So I'm, I can only assume it's Grand Marnier, which I also have. And Ina says, Ina can't get over. This is the most beautiful, spectacular. Look at this color. Look at it's fabulous. It. I can't get over it. It's just wow. I'm like, it's pink. It's a, it's a beautiful color. <laughs> it's like a, it is a beautiful color, but like, she can't get she over it. She just can't. It. She actually really gushes over this cocktail. I've never seen her gush over, like this much. I think she really did like it. Like, you can tell when Ina's like phoning it in sometimes, but like, her eyes lit up when she drank this thing. And I think it was, sometimes if she lays it on too thick, you can sense it. Maybe that's it. Yeah. And I do love, I do love this. um, Wild John is like juicing the limes because limes are hard to juice. You got to get like 50 limes for like a quarter of a cup of lime juice. So (laughs) there's like a little, like a lover's quarrel. Like John is doing the juicer thing and Rob's like trying to talk about something. And Rob turns to John. He's like, John, you're making so much noise, John. (laughs) 
And then he like does the nervous laugh like the Ina would do, like when she's yelling. It's at a Nick Keon moment. Yeah, I would I would definitely be yelling at Keon. I'm like, okay, you need to stop. But he needs to do it because he needs the lime juice. Um, the color is stunning. Is my next note. Uh, anyway, Rob grabs this like cocktail shaker. It's like this. It looks like an urn. This is another thing. Ina's like, wow. I was like, it's a normal. Well, it was normal, big though, because uh, they showed the normal one, and then they showed this other one. It, no, it... they showed a mini one, oh, a and mini then they one. showed a slightly extra large one. Oh, I see. He's like, we could use this little mini one. You've never worked at a bar, though, hey? I've never have, no. Yeah, the, he kind of presents like this little tiny one, and then he's like, but let's use this one, and yes. it was like just a normal, like slightly bigger than normal and Ina's like wow yeah I've never cool. seen one that big but uh it's not that big though it looks big it's big big for me big for Ina that's what she Ina's said tiny. that's what she said <laughs> hey <laughs> I really truly think it looks like an urn like I don't know why as soon as he lifted it up it just looked like it was um something okay. about ashes in anyway some ice goes into this big ass shaker and they bring out the frozen martini glasses and Ina says you have to shake for 30 seconds it's a, it's a rule. And then they pour them out. They look great. Uh, they pick up their glasses. And they and froze toast. the glasses. I would yes. really recommend that to anyone. That's that's going to just change your whole cocktail experience. I agree. I, I love a frosted mug. You don't drink beer, though. Do you like beer? No, never. You don't? Okay. Too yeasty. Too yeasty. Um, have you... Hmm. I almost said... Because, like, they have... I mean, I don't like IPAs. I've tried IPAs. I just, I just can't. I don't really like. I, I love, I love like shitty beer. I will drink like a Miller Lite any day, and it makes really? all of my friends like Gross. super mad because they're like, "Why are you drinking that?" And I love it. I don't know. It's just something that I don't put a lot of thought into. I'm not like a beer snob, I guess. But uh, so, what's your, what's your drink of choice then? If I'm going out for like drinks, I'll definitely get a yeah. dirty martini for sure. Like absolutely yeah. extra dirty martini. Um, oh, so you, yeah, with like tons of olive. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I will also do an old French f- martini, Nick. What's a French martini? That's my drink. You That's know your it. drink. We used to make it all the time. Laurel, where's my drink? Laurel, where's my drink? <laughs> Bringing it back For to Dreamgirls. For the Dream three Girls. people that get that. I know. That's yeah, funny. congratulations. I yeah. used to say that all the time when we lived together. Yes. French martini, and you know this. It's okay. Chambord vodka yes. and pineapple juice shaken not stirred i feel it's so good okay i feel like I, I remember them i remember you were a chambord gal i remember like the little like it looks like a looks like a christmas ornament almost when it comes in it does and it's so expensive too yeah it's like something you buy like once a year um yeah. and i think i liked i think i liked it i'd have to try it again though i trust you i mean i i'll try anything that has like the name like the martini in it in the title but have now have you done a gin martini do you like a gin martini i've never ordered gin one. has too much flavor to it i know gin is very like controversial i would like to try one but do you put olives in it or no i can't imagine like an olive and gin that sounds crazy it's al- it already seems like christmasy it tastes like pine salt. yeah yeah i do like a gin and tonic though but um i don't know maybe one day I'll, if someone like ever says I'm going to buy your drink. What do you want? So that way I'm not paying for it. And then I'll just like get something else if I don't like it. But um, yeah, I t- that's the question. So, yeah, if someone says, what do you want? Yeah. What's I mean, it would be a dirty martini. And then I'd also I, I really like mm. old fashions a lot. 
Um, I, love I love an old fashioned. Yes. And I like them or more. I love a Manhattan on the rocks. I, yes, I will also. I, I used to always be Manhattan on the rocks. And then I kind of moved over to old fashions because they have a little bit of that orange flavor there. It's not too. It comes yeah, with that orange peel. Citrus. Yeah, it's nice. So Or something simple. I would just say vodka soda splash of OJ. Ooh, I like that. I would do vodka soda just with a lime. That's like boring though. But uh splash of cranberry maybe a vodka soda. That'd be nice. Mm. Splash of cran. Huh. Well, th- uh, to wrap up this episode here, they they pick up their glasses, they toast to the best of friends. Ina loves the drink. They grab a, a jalapeno cracker and Rob says, "What is this?" Oh, so, and Rob says, "Sometimes this is better than dinner." And Ina says, "This is dinner." And then they throw their heads back and laugh. And then Ina turns to the camera and says, how much fun is today? And then they pan over to Gilly. And Gilly's on the couch. She just lets out a fart at the end. Ina's like really forcing those crackers on those guys too. Because it's like, it's, you know, like when you make something and no one like is really into it. Yeah. Like, well, we should try a cracker though. Yes. That was kind of happening. I feel here. like she was like, okay, we gotta, we gotta do one more, like one more take here. Let's all, I'm going to hand you guys a cracker. And then she just hand, you know, the episode seemed also very unended. It seemed like something else just yes. happened afterward. Like Jeffrey should have come home. Normally I, there's I a big button at Jeffrey. the end. Yes. There's nothing like a barefoot Contessa ending. Some of them are wacky, truly wild. That Halloween and one. The hell, ha- the hell. Ha- oh God. Yes. You've had, wait, you've had your tree. Now it's time for a trick. Snap. Talk about that one often. Or when the tent is a rock and don't come a knock. And that's where Jeffrey oh buys God. Ina a tent for their anniversary. And they both go in it at the end. I was like, careful. Because um, they're old. But they they made it happen. <sighs> well, that's the end of the episode. A very uneventful ending, but a, a lucrative episode indeed. We, we covered a lot today, Amanda. Never been more stressed about guesting on a podcast in my life, ever. Been podcasting for 10 years. Never been more stressed. Uh, so <laughs> well, speaking of, of your friends. other podcasts, uh-huh. um, where can people find you? What, what else? You, I mean, Amanda is, uh, I say it's quite often the hardest working gal in podcasting. You have mm. a lot going on. I Tell have us. a few podcasts. Thank you, Nick. I, well, I have Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour that we brought we back. Uh, we're recording it today. From the dead. Yes, we're doing it right after this. We're, we're just fin- we came back for the All-Stars All-Winners scene uh, season. Season of Drag Race. Yes, yeah. So check that out. Um, and then I have a podcast called We Love to Hate Everything that's on all of your main feeds. It's for free. And then if you want to check out our Patreon, it's me and Jody. Um Jody Huff, everyone loves her. She's she was a, free, a previous guest. Yes, she was on she, the Mary she, Poppins episode. Yes, of Vanilla. Yes. Um, we have a podcast called Total Request Podcast, where you guys just sign up and request whatever you want. And actually, this week, uh, we w- this month we've been doing um, series finale month, and Nick will be guesting uh, for will. our Seinfeld finale. The first time you've ever you're gonna ever watch Seinfeld, so it'll be exciting. First time, first episode, first and last. <laughs> first time you've ever <laughs> seen it. Quite literally. And I also have a podcast called uh, We Love to Hate TV. We recap Sister Wives, Seeking Sister Wives, Beverly uh, what Hills. Else, what else do we Real do? Housewives yeah, of Beverly Real Hills. Beverly Hills. Oh, or is that on the real. other one? You have so many these days, it's hard to keep track. Yeah, it's just whatever. Uh, and then Amanda loves to hate Teen Mom, I guess, is coming back at some point. I Absolutely. I mean, if please go. If you're a Teen Mom fan in any capacity, go back and listen to the old yeah, episodes that, of Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom. 
Yeah. It's I great. just reenact all the episodes, basically. Janelle! Janelle! <laughs> Babs. Well, Amanda, this has been a gas. I think we're both ready to um, pour some French martinis and sail off into the sunsets. <laughs> we need to kidnap Gilly. And uh, you know, oh, I'm sure she has a good home with Rob and, oh, I feel like Rob and John. Probably dead now. Oh, I know that's true. That's sad. Yeah. Anyway, I, I guess uh, what a great way to end this episode. Do you ever like watch like an old episode of something like from the '80s, and you're like like Comet from Full House, and you're like, Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I know. <laughs> it's sad to think about, but <laughs> well, I'm glad you got to come on. <laughs> I know, right? I'm glad you got to come and uh, guess, and we'll have you back for a Christmas episode. How's that? Yeah, let's talk Christmas or Thanksgiving. Just food. Just Ooh, that'd be great. Eating. Sounds like a plan. Great. Love you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can follow it on Instagram at goodvanillapod. And you can also send me an email at goodvanillapod at gmail.com. Also, I made a group for The Good Vanilla on Facebook. Very easy to find. Just search The Good Vanilla. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. Or just tell another Barefoot Contessa fanatic. That also works, too. And if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Kochanov. And you can find me on my other two podcasts these days, The Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour, which we just mentioned, where Amanda and I are covering this week. It's the last episode of All Star 7 RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, and of course, my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast with Colin Drucker. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time.